0: On this edition of the Abrams Boxing Show, I speak with undefeated middleweight Tyler Howard. Tyler discusses his return in the ring, his prospects in the middleweight division, and a possible future showdown with cross-state rival Caleb Plant. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview with undefeated middleweight Tyler Howard. Good Monday evening, everyone. Mark Abrams here along with undefeated middleweight Tyler Howard, who's... uh, Where are you at? You home in Tennessee now?
1: Yes, sir. I'm in Crossville, Tennessee right now.
0: Um, how's everything, uh, been going? Obviously, I've been asking a lot of the fighters. Everything was shut down for a couple months. How were you able to kind of maintain yourself, stay in shape, you know, uh, and just keep in half-decent condition while some gyms are closed? Um, you know, I live in a pretty
1: small town, man, so it wasn't that really big of a deal here, you know, at least not initially. So, I have my personal keys to the gym. They did shut the gym down to like the mainstream, everyone else that goes in there. There's like the young Marines goes in there and there's a karate class. But, you know, dad and I would just go in there and train and they allowed it for us um, for the, you know, for the time being. So I would just, I would go to the gym, you know, run, just basically my normal routine. I wasn't really impacted that much by it.
0: So you So you were able, you know, basically to, to, to stay in shape and everything and, and be ready for a fight. Uh, I know you were supposed to fight in uh, the end of June, but that kind of got pushed back a little bit. Uh, what's what, what's now the, the uh, prognosis of when uh, we get you back in the ring? So um,
1: we're currently waiting on confirmation from top rank. I actually talked to Ron Rizzo today and he informed me that Tim was supposed to speak with Bruce Trampler sometime today and get back with some updates this afternoon so I should know midweek on a confirmation of a date but I requested August 27th which is um, I saw the last show for the summer series on Dem Rafael's Facebook page and I'm assuming it's whenever um, Jose Ramirez is going to fight Victor Postal um, so that would give me plenty of time to um, to get in shape and get ready
0: so let's take, let's take a step back. Not, you know, we, not much is known about you. You really haven't been on the national scene, the national TV a lot. So tell us about, a, you know, how you got into boxing. When did you start boxing?
1: I started boxing when I was seven. Um, and, and ultimately what got me involved in the sport was my father was a professional fighter. And, you know, I have an older brother. He's five years older than I am. So he started boxing whenever he was 12. Um, and then, uh, just a few months after Chris started fighting, I started fighting. It was one of those typical scenarios: if Big Brother does it, Little Brother does mm-hmm. it. You know, so that so that's how I got involved with it.
0: And uh, you embarked. Uh, tell us a little bit about your amateur career.
1: Yes, sir. So, um, you know, I split a lot of my time between boxing and football. I was a, um, a, a very good, very serious football player. Um, I had, you know, I think about seventy-five amateur fights. My record was like you know, 50-something in 19, I believe, or something like that. I lost a lot whenever I was little. Um, once I got older, I started winning a lot of fights. Um, I won three national tournaments. I placed second in the, um, in the Junior Olympics in 2010. Um, I got beat by uh, Mike Reed, which was um, – he was from Manuka, Illinois. Definitely a kid that I should have beat. He just had won the silver gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, was a far better – fighter than him but he definitely beat me that night I mean he it was his night so I did not fight good at all um and then after that um that was really the last major tournament I fought in. I went in and played my senior year high school football and you know I had a difficult decision to make if I wanted to play you know college or um, football in college or if I wanted to turn pro and fight Um, so ultimately my decision was based upon the fact that I didn't want to depend upon other people anymore. Mm. I knew that I had my father in my corner, and he was always going to be by my side in the boxing ring. You know, it's really just up to me once I step in there, and I like it
0: that way. Uh, What position did you play in football? I was a running back. Uh, Yeah, I mean, all you have to worry, I mean, you had some offensive linemen, but... 100%. But you would see you you if you stuck the football you would still get all the glory. I mean when yeah, you, if you I,
1: <laughs> I hate losing though, man. That's not that's not my style. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, my my senior year in high school I had almost two thousand rushing yards. Oh and wow. we Lost nine nine games and the only game we won, I had five touchdowns and like three hundred ninety five yards.
0: So, the, was it was, was there significant college interest in you?
1: No, no, I mean, there was a, a few Division I AA schools that were interested mm-hmm. in me. Um, You know, I'm realistic about things. Um, I'm, I'm just as good skillfully as the guy that plays Division A ball. You know, oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not 6'1", 6'2", 225 pounds running a 4'4". You know, I'm 5'9", 180 running a 4'4". So um, I could have went and played Division I AA ball, and I, I had a few offers um, on the table. But, you know, I just decided that I wanted to pursue my boxing career. And that's, that's ultimately the reason why I did. And, you know, you got to depend on the defense to make and Yeah, so it's definitely a team sport, man, which, you know, I enjoyed hanging out with all my friends in high school and everything. But there was just something that drove me to boxing. And I think that was a lot of the, a mm-hmm. lot of the reason why.
0: For my money, the best running back of all time was a one AA guy Walter Payton. So I mean, uh, okay, okay, <laughs> Walter Payton. I know I'm I'm in Philly. Brian Westbrook played at Villanova. They were one AA schools. So I mean, a, lot, a lot of great great players. Before we get in the box, you have you have a favorite football team? You a Titans fan down there?
1: Uh, well, you know, I'm much more of a college guy. So okay. yeah, my favorite football team is the Tennessee Balls, hands down, by far. It's it it's been a difficult run for us the past you know decade, man. But you know. We'll see how it goes. Um, I'm not going to say – I'm, I'm sitting tired of saying what everyone else says, oh, this year is the year, this year's the year. I haven't been on that for the past three or three years. So I will say that I was very impressed with how my football team finished the season uh, last year. You know, we started out like two and five, and we ended the season eight and five. So uh, we won six games in a row, and I, I was very proud of them for, for being resilient and coming through.
0: It's it's amazing. I, I've been to every sporting event. I've been to the NBA, NBA Finals, the World Series. One thing I, one thing I've never been to, and you probably have been. I always want to go to an ACC football game on a Saturday night. That, that, that looks like a, it's a load of fun. You've been to Neyland Stadium for for a game? <clears throat> uh, well,
1: they're in the SEC.
0: Not the. I meant SEC. I meant SEC. Yes, sir. Opinion.
1: Yes, sir. I definitely have, and it is. It's I watched them play LSU. Um, I believe it was three years ago. And whenever they had Darius Geis as the running back and I also watched them play um Kentucky a few years ago. We always beat Kentucky. LSU beat us, but we don't matter if Kentucky's a lot better than we are, we always we always beat them. It's like their curse. So um yeah, we uh it's 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 an experience. There's over a hundred thousand people mm-hmm. there. It's like something you'll never see, man.
0: Because it's, it's, I watch the game day and I see all the barbecue going. and just—I I, mean—I see it's all. Nice. It's nice. So, so let's go. Yeah. Let, let, let's get back to your day job here in boxing. So, um, you, you're hopefully supposed to get one in, uh, maybe the end of August or whatnot. Um, yeah, you—you've had some nice wins. You've actually beaten a couple guys from my neck <sighs> of the woods, Jamal Davis from Philadelphia. You beat Isaiah Selden. You know, quality guys from from the Philadelphia, Atlantic City area um what's the because you've been out for a little while is are you planning hopefully for a step-up fight or you just need one to get back because you haven't been in the ring for a little bit
1: well you know ultimately i'm going to leave that decision up to the guys at, at split t and my father um you know they they send the opponents over and, and the majority of the people they send over you know like basically 100 percent of the time we always say yes the last guy I was supposed to fight um, was Gerald Cheryl, which he's from your neck of, neck of the woods as well. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, he's a pretty damn good fighter. So, and that would have been my first fight back in like a year. You know, whenever I fought Jamal Davis, I, I hurt my hand really, really, really bad in the third round. And that's what kept me out of the ring for so damn long. Mm-hmm. And then we had the pandemic happen. I was supposed to fight May ninth, And then the pandemic happened. So that got set back. And then June 30th, you know, we had some unfortunate circumstances happen as well. So I wasn't able to fight. So now we're looking at August. But, um, you know, yeah, yeah, I would like to get in there and get the ring rust off because at the end of the day, it's, um, it's a lot different than sparring and training. You know, I, it's just – it's totally different. Anyone that stepped in the ring can tell you. But, you know, at this level, I'm a top rank. I should be anybody that they send for me to fight eight rounds anyways, regardless. And if I can't, then I don't have any business to be in, you know, to be in the boxing ring doing it at this level anyways. So that's the way I look at it.
0: What's it mean to you to be with with top rank? Uh, Obviously, they're the the, the top guys going there. The only ones running any fights as of now. Uh, You know, you're with them, a very strong promotional outfit. What's that mean to you to have a team like that in your corner?
1: Oh, wow, man. So (laughs) my journey um, in the professional boxing world was not easy. You know, I had to fight in front of basically nobody. You know, my father was – my family always believed in me and in a – And a few other people, my close friends, we all knew my potential, but I come from a small town in Tennessee, you know, so I didn't have anything given to me, you know, all the wins that I got, my father would call these promoters, you know, like Brian Young, or there's a guy named Adrian Patrick. And we Mm -hmm. eventually got with Cameron Duncan, and he got us with someone in Colorado. So I had to fight, you know, for five or six different people, man. And, um, you know, ultimately, whenever I finally got in contact with Tim Ben Newhouse, he was able to just get me on a top rank card all I all I knew is I just had to get in front of those guys and I you know so the groundwork was already done they didn't have to build my record you know the four round fights were over the six round fights were over I was ready for eight round fights you know so that had already laid the groundwork and I you know all the hard work had been put in already so all I knew is I had to get in front of them and you know put on a show and Tim Van Newhouse delivered as he always does um and I I knocked the dude out in the second round, someone who hadn't ever been stopped at the time. And it was funny because David McWater did not like that kid. He told me after the weigh-ins, he was like, I want you to annihilate this kid, you know. <laughs> so I actually, um, the, the first time I knocked him down, it stoned him. It was with a jab. Um, I put on a very dominant performance. It could not have went better. And, um, you know, like less than a month after that, you know, two or three weeks I had a promotional contract from top rank um my, my father actually started crying you know we was uh my, he's a contractor so we was on the way to one of his jobs I was helping him do something um and Tim told dad before he told me um and you know dad got out of the truck and he was crying he hugged my neck so man it, it was beautiful I mean top rank in my personal opinion is undoubtedly the greatest promotional company ever I mean look at what they're doing they just brokered a deal with ESPN they're the only major boxing company in the world that's actually putting on shows they were the first to get it done successfully and you know that's just that's what you expect out of top rank you know it's it's kind of like you know someone in in the nfl being signed by the dallas cowboys or the pittsburgh steelers you know it's i'm just a you know i'm i'm just a white kid from a small town in tennessee man you know just proving that if you put enough time and work in the shit it can you can bring it to fruition and you know, getting to the top rank is just the beginning, though. I mean, I have still got a lot of work to do. I haven't even fought ten rounds yet.
0: It sounds like in your case, it'd almost be equivalent to uh, being named uh, Peyton Manning's running back when he was when he was a volunteer. One hundred percent. That's
1: what it feels like, man. One hundred um, percent.
0: You taking a look at the the other middleweights in and around, kind of like. Uh, um where you're st- where you are like right now, the guys who had fifteen, eighteen, twenty fights, and you kind of look around to see the guys who you may be fighting, you know, a couple, three fights from now?
1: One hundred percent. I look at stuff like that all the time. And who are oh, those
0: sovereign.
1: guys? Um uh, well, that, are you talking about like within the top rank stable or just like in a broad scope of things?
0: Be both, maybe a little maybe one or two guys each way.
1: Um, you know, obviously. Um, I think eventually that I'm going to have to fight um, one of the guys in the top ranked stable. Um, I think it might be the Edgar Belonger boy. I think I might have to fight him.
0: He fights tomorrow um, night.
1: Yes, sir. And I will be watching that fight. Kids, um, I'm excited to see what he does, uh, you know, once he goes some rounds because I really believe the guy tomorrow that it, he's fighting will take him some rounds. Yeah, actually and,
0: that, that kid fought on one of my cards up in Philly, Eric Moon. Not, 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 not a bad little fighter.
1: Yeah, and Berlanga can punch, man. He's yeah. a, he's a good fighter, man. I mean, uh, um, I think I might have to fight him. And you know, Clay Collard has got a lot of <laughs> a lot of steam going right now, man. You got two white guys that aren't afraid to fight. You know, I think that would be something that I would eventually have to do if he continues to do well. Um, you know, I think that I'll eventually have to fight whoever if, if I continue to win. Whoever's holding that WBA regular title within top rank, which I think, um, I don't really see anybody beating Rio to So Mm. if Tim is able to broker a deal and and David, you know, everyone with split team management, you know, I'll win my 10 round fights and get that opportunity, which I'm, I'm sure they could get the opportunity for me. And I think I'll eventually have to fight him as well. So, um, for the short term, you know, I think that, um, you know, I'll probably fight Gerald Cho next. I mean, if he's still, if he's still training and available, um, you know, I think maybe possibly Clay Collard as well. Um, Edgar Belonga, you know, Berlanga would not be like soon though. That's not around yeah. five, you know, I, that would be like a co-main event on ESPN or a main event on ESPN because in the boxing world, his name is a lot more known than mine is right now. Um, so, you know, I got to get my name publicly out there as well. And if that's something that could attract enough attention, I think that we could be very well headlining an ESPN card together.
0: I know this is a fight that, you know, right now is way down the line. And obviously he's at 168 pounds and he's across the street uh, with the PBC. I think you know where I'm going. I I, I, I mean, just because of the geographic thing, I I know you you fought above 160 pounds (laughs) a a bunch of times. I mean, is that something, you know, who knows, three, four, five, you know, whatever, would would that become a, a, a big deal down in your neck of the woods? Oh, man, what,
1: listen, we're both from Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, and Caleb was my main sparring partner before he left to, to go to Vegas. And um, we sparred together all the time. You know, we developed a pretty a pretty decent relationship. I mean, I wouldn't say that we were great friends, but, you know, we hung out at the gym. You know, we helped each other get better. We were always friendly. It was great work. Um, so, yeah, actually, Tim Van Newhouse and I have discussed that. I talked <laughs> to my dad about it. you know and Caleb's last fight in February I I went and watched him at Bridgetown Arena and you know I was just thinking man you got you got two undefeated white kids from Tennessee fighting in Bridgetown Arena that could be massive you got top rank and PBC collaborating together you know so just as long as I continue to do what he's doing and win some fights and and he continues to win some fights out you know I would I would love it you know I, it doesn't have to be anything personal, you know. It's just business at the end of the day. I mean, yeah. we'll get in there and fight, and then I'll go buy him a beer. I mean, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like you said, like you said, it could be, potentially be big business. Yes, you know? sir.
1: Yes, sir. And, I, you know, with that being said, Caleb Plant is the real deal, dude. I mean, yeah. he is. That kid can fight.
0: Well, i uh, we'll let you go. A couple last questions. Anything you want to say in closing out there?
1: Uh, you know, I'm just uh, – you know, what I want to say in closing is, um, you know, I just want to thank – um, split T and especially top Rank for giving me opportunity, um, in this platform, you know, I'm, I'm not taking any of it for granted. And, you know, I just want to thank them for the patience. You know, I know <laughs> stuff keeps happening with me, you know, like what happened in the last training camp and then my hand was hurt for so long. Those people have been amazing, man. You know, they've been so understanding they understand stuff happens in boxing, but I'm still here. Everyone needs to understand that. And I'm training, I'm keeping my weight down. I was like 169 pounds whenever I got done running the other day. So um, I'm taking it very serious. I quit my job. You know, I was working from home, making very good money. I quit my job to focus all my time on boxing. So, um, and then I've also, um, Tim Van Newhouse got us working with Bobby Benton as well. So he's going to help my father and I out training. So there is going to be a totally different Tyler Howard whenever I start fighting again, you know. And, but one thing that I've always had and everyone's always going to see is i got a ton of heart. So whoever they put me in front of, I better be ready to fight because I will be ready.
0: And last but not least, where do we find you on social media?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, my Instagram is Hercoward. Howard. Um, my Twitter, I think my Twitter is Hercoward Howard as well. And then my Facebook is just Tyler Howard.
0: Well, we thank you for a few minutes of your time. Uh, we look forward to seeing you hopefully in the end of August and we'll be following you along the way.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Mark. You have a wonderful evening, man. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: And we're perfect. Okay, we're off. We're off. The, The picture froze like the last three minutes of it. Oh, really? Yeah.